0: Hey everyone, it's Sanira here. CEO School is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. We are part of a family of shows designed to help professionals listen, learn, and grow by providing access to the world's leading B2B podcasts like My First Million, hosted by Sam Parr and Sean Puri. My First Million features guests like Gary Vee and Sophia Amoroso sharing their secrets for how they made their first million and how to apply their learnings to capitalize on today's business trends and opportunities. I recently enjoyed listening to Sam and Sean talk with Anand Sunwal, CEO and co-founder of CB Insights, about how Anand built his companies, the importance of data, small business niches that are growing, and so much more. Listen to My First Million wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. Welcome to CEO School. I'm your host, sanira Madani. And today's episode, I am doing an Ask Me Anything. And I do want to share, I do want to answer your deepest questions. And so today on Ask Me Anything, I have listed out some of the key questions that you all had. And specifically in regards to us leaving and stocks. I'm gonna save that for a full episode coming when Sal is with me um, in studio. And so we can kind of answer some of those questions together because there's a lot of questions about us, what we're up to next, what is it like post stocks, you know, all of the things. And so um, reasons for decisions. So there's a lot of a lot of things that we'll be sharing together. And I think that's important. I wanted him to be here to tell his, his story as well because this was something that we did together and something I'm really, really proud of um, as co-founders and you know as siblings and we have built the company together and our leave was together. And so I do want to save that for a special episode that we will air as soon as we can get him in studio. Sal is always busy traveling and is living the best um, travel life as per the usage. And so um, I do want to have him in studio for that. And so I will leave all of those juicy, specific ones for when Sal gets in. But I promise you, stay tuned and we will get that episode live for you just in the next uh, couple of shows. Um, but today, there were many, many questions that still you guys had that were specific to me. What's been taking place? How I've been? What actually happened to my knee? What's next? Where have I been traveling? What's it feel like walking away? I have so many questions on advice for um, starting founders, scaling founders, and ready-to-exit founders. So I would love to do a 20-minute Ask Me Anything where I Spill the Tea or coffee for today's uh, matter for that is. So number one, the question is, um, how have I been? Thank you so much for asking. That's honestly like so many of you guys actually just checked in to ask me how I'm doing. And I really appreciate it. It has been really hard, uh, truthfully. So it hasn't been, I feel literally so good now, but going through the last three months and making some scary decisions, um, you know, The things that took place and just walking away from stocks uh, was really hard, very, very hard. I mean, for the last uh, 10 years, I've only known myself as CEO, right? And my entire show, CEO of Schools, even based on my identity as a CEO. So when you build something from the ground up, you... You know, you you come. This is almost like every founder's journey, right? So every single founder, and I'm trying to find. Um, I'm building my tribe of founders that have exited. It's very small, uh, female founders that have exited, and you go through a very like emotional journey, right? This is my baby. This is my first. I've poured every single thing of my being into building a company, which, you know. As a society, we put our work with our worth. And so my identity has only been my work. And for me, uncoupling that and removing that from my identity as Sineera Madani was really difficult. And it wasn't just about like at the end of the day, I think I was making it about stocks, but it was actually truly about me. It wasn't about stocks. Stacks was ready. Right, I've built a company from the ground up and I've put in the most incredible teams, right? Um, you know This company is, it's going to live on. And that's what you want from, like when you, it, I, it literally goes back to like when you have a baby, right? And you like, this baby grows up and it doesn't need you anymore. And then it goes off to college and then you have to just hope and pray that you've raised this this child right, with the right values and the right lessons and with the right integrity and the things that you as a family stand for, for this human to be self independent and to carry on that legacy, carry on your legacy. So it's really similar feelings of like watching your child grow up and like being ready to let your child like go off into the world. And so I'm sure Sal and I will discuss some of those feelings mutually together. But going back to this question of how I've been, oh, I've been up and down. It has been an emotional roller coaster. I've been really, really sad. Although this I'm like really I was excited about the decision. It's still not easy. Right, And you have so much FOMO because you're like, oh my God, what's going to happen without me? What is everybody doing without me? How is the party going to go on without me? But the show goes on and you have to trust that and you have to trust the people that you've put in place. And that's the process that I'm in right now. And I've been okay. And I've had days that I'm so excited and I'm so grateful for having the time back. And then there's days that I really just miss like walking into my office and seeing my people. And so it's not that I, you know, those those days won't come back, but it's, I, you know, that's the part that I struggle with most is just missing the the hustle and bustle, and you kind of get used to that level of productivity as well. And so I'm honestly I'm a work like a recovering workaholic is now my new um, identity as I'm trying to figure out how to actually relax. I've never had an opportunity that I'm not been in the office for like 50 hours a week physically in an office, and that part of it I. like cut cold turkey only to really allow myself to say like I needed to have a clean break and that has been probably the hardest for me um but emotionally I've been okay and I have found ways to like start letting go and it's just a process and I think this is going to be a process like literally probably over the next like year maybe a little longer um for me to fully like, let go. I don't think I'll ever fully let it go. Um, it's still the company that I founded. I'm still a super large shareholder in the company, and I want to see this thing succeed, and I'm always going to be there for it. So those things won't change. But I think from a day-to-day aspect as CEO, it's hard to let go. But I I'm conscious of the choices I'm making to let it go. So truthfully, I've been okay. And everyone wants to know what happened to my knee. I don't know where the crutches are, but they're on the sofa now. I tore my ACL. So what took place is I decided um, when I was on the social media break, we had a ski trip and it was kind of the timing was kind of perfect to like, just get away, go to the mountains. And I went on this trip and on day one, I just um, just had a bad ski day. I'm not a horrible skier. It's not something I grew up doing. I mean, like I'm an immigrant kid, like we don't go to the slopes. And honestly, there's a huge lack of diversity at many of the mountains that we ski at. Um, there's like barely any people of color when I go skiing. Um, And that's probably for another topic, but uh, went skiing and had a awful first day. Like the conditions were kind of okay. And I was really pushing myself. I was trying to keep up with like the guys as per the use. And I went down uh, a blue, it wasn't even that crazy. It was like the, the last run of the day. And I just, I lost control and I went too fast. Uh, and that's how my mind works as well. And I also think that I wasn't fully mentally there. Like these are some things that I look back look back and I didn't give myself like the full amount of rest and the full amount of mental stuff. I'm like literally at it and like competing because I I thrive in that and I obviously crave that. And so I was with um my friend Zane and Sal and you know, Faisal, and I was racing the boys down the mountain. And so I went a little too fast, I tumbled forward. And I kid you not, it could have been so much worse cause I fell forward and my skis didn't um, like unlatch off of my brace and they didn't they didn't break off. And so I tumbled forward down the mountain and my skis didn't come off. And so you could see that picture. So I was that girl that you see on the ski lift and you're like, oh shit, that's gotta hurt. That was me. And then I was ski patrolled down in one of those like um, like snowmobile things and was sent home the next day and I tore my ACL, my MCL and my meniscus. So like the trifecta, cause when I do things, I do things a hundred percent. So I tore it all and I just had ACL surgery. And so I've honestly been put in a timeout, like a physical timeout. So what's been crazy is that I've been in like a mental timeout, right? So I'm trying to like let go, relearn and like create new, a new me. And then I've been In a physical timeout too so my mom says that god put me in a timeout because i wasn't willing to give myself rest when i needed it and so now i'm physically stuck so for the last month i've not been able to walk and it's been really hard like that part of it because i'm such a go 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 person and i was in such a good routine with like my workouts and just everything and i wish i had this time right now to like fully devote into like my health um i wasn't able to but i do think that everything happens for a reason truthfully and so i honestly think that I was, the universe literally did put me in a timeout to say, "Senera, you just really need to be with yourself. And so that's what took place. So for the last two and a half months, I've literally been with myself because I haven't been, I've been mentally like trying to recalibrate. I'm physically trying to recalibrate and that's what took place. So that's what happened to my knee. I'm going to be okay though i have probably another week left until i am on crutches and one more week left on crutches and then i'm just doing all the physical therapy and all the things and what's so cool i kid you not i'm learning so much about the human body um we recover like with rest i'm gonna like say that again your body actually recovers like there are physical things that took place and my whole knee is torn and they put in some new ligaments um, from another human's body. By the way, I have a dead person inside of me, which is another thing to wrap your head around. Science is amazing. Technology is amazing. And your body is freaking amazing. And it heals with rest. So the way that I can heal and walk again is by putting my leg in a timeout, that it just needs to sit and it needs to rest. Like who would have thought? And I think this applies, like all these little micro lessons, like this applies to every single thing in our life is that you just need the rest. If you need, if you want to go f- If you want to go again and if I want to run again, I have to take the time and listen and listen to my body and I have to rest. And there's no other way around it. And when you give it the rest, it heals. Like how miraculous is that? So. Um, that's what's been happening. So what did I do was a question. So what have I been doing the last three months that I've been on so off social? Well, I haven't been working out. I will tell you though, I have had an incredible new routine in my day to day. I have been really focused on CEO school. I've been focused on chapter two. I've been writing. I've been, um, so I'm still in a work cadence because I didn't want to like lose my like, I just want, needed some routine. Otherwise it would probably, it'll feel like COVID again if I didn't have some routine. So I have had a really beautiful home routines. So I've been at home. I have um, really just focused on just adding in things that I was doing, but really making a daily practice out of them. So I've been really focused on my health. I've been learning a lot about biohacking, which I, if you're interested, like DM me, be like, Sarah, I wanna learn about biohacking and like, what the hell is biohacking? Um, and what you're doing to live longer. And so I've been focused on internal health and learning about my body and eating super, super healthy. So I've been cooking all my meals. I haven't been like eating crap lunches or like work dinners anymore. So I would say like the number one thing, what's been crazy when I read, when I, when I tore my leg, I was so afraid of like gaining weight um, while I was uh, not in movement, right? Cause I can't actually move out, like move at all in my body. And so I'm like, how am I gonna, um, like I'm definitely gonna uh, gain weight. And I was doing research and it was like, the average ACL tear gains 16 pounds. And I was like, okay, I can't can't work out, so I have to make sure that I'm eating really clean. Um, But little did I know, and I actually didn't change up my diet, I just didn't have stress. And so not having the work stress, not having crazy amounts of work dinners and like evening events and happy hours and all the things, I actually haven't, I haven't, I haven't gained any weight. I've actually lost a few pounds, not intentionally. Um, And it's, it's, I'm mind boggled by it because I haven't really tried. I've just been eating at home. And so I've been really focused on cooking and um, we're like just having really fun, like having fun again as a family cooking. It was like something that I used to be, I used to so enjoy doing. And now, like when I used to get home from work, I was so like angry and cranky and exhausted and hungry. So I like never took the time to like enjoy it anymore. And I was like, give me whatever is like there. And I'm just changing my relationship with cooking again. So that's been something I've been enjoying. I've been meditating daily. So I've been using – um this really cool device called uh, the Core. And it is a little ball, it's a meditation ball. I'll link it in the show notes so you guys can uh, take a look at it. I'm not affiliated with this product or anything like that, but I I love it. Um, And I've been doing little things like that to biohack and like get all these like amazing systems in place. Like I've been um, like taking a steam like three to four times a week. So I've been like playing with like the hot and cold therapies and things like that. So I'm doing a lot of stuff for my health and obviously for my knee. but I'm just really focused on my mental mindset. So meditation has been part of my daily practice and journaling has been part of my daily practice. And so I've just been taking the time, five minutes in the morning, as soon as I sit down again into my office, in my home office and just writing my affirmations and my gratitude and I've just been really true to like the journaling practice. And of course I use my CO school planner, I'll link that as well. So it's time to get out of spreadsheets. With HubSpot CRM, get real-time data at your fingertips so your team stays in sync across the customer journey. Track your contacts and customers, send personalized emails in bulk, and get the contacts you need to create amazing experiences for your teams and your customers at scale, all from one powerful platform. It's why more than 150,000 companies already use HubSpot CRM to run their businesses better. Plus, HubSpot's user-friendly interface sets you up for success from day one so you can spend less time managing software and more time on what matters, your customers. There's no better time to get organized. Get started for free at HubSpot.com today. I've also been really focused on my kids. Like it has been and fully present, like not exhausted, right? There's a difference of like, I was always there. I'm really proud of the mother I was, even as a working mother, I'm really consistent with like being there for my kids, but I will tell you, it has been, I've been enjoying it, like truly enjoying all the little moments, and it's just been so nice to have. We've also been traveling, so I have not stopped that. I just haven't been sharing as much on what I've been up to. So I've spoken at conferences. I went to the ROI summit with Rachel Rogers. And so I've been doing um, all these different things. So life hasn't really stopped, um, but I've just gotten a ton of time back, and I'm just being really intentional with my time. Um a lot of questions on what's what's it like walking away, what's it like with you and Sal, like what's next? So I'll save those for the next episode. You guys asked about my routine, so that's definitely part of my routine is now I'm just focused on my mental health and just, you know, eating super clean. What do you eat in a day? Um, I've actually been eating breakfast again. So I've kind of been one of those people that I don't intermittent fast, but I've just been so busy that I like just drink coffee until it's like lunchtime. And then I have a big lunch or I have a lunch and then I like don't eat until I get home and I have like a salad almost every day for lunch. And then when I get home, I'm starving and then I eat everything that I see. And that's kind of been how I was eating as a busy executive and a stressed executive. And now I actually focus on like cooking and like just eating breakfast and eating lunch and eating dinner and making a healthy snack. And so things that I'm eating, I am making a um, little oatmeal. Um, I forget what they're called. They're in jars. It's like overnight oats. So I'm making like really different like versions of overnight oats. I'm making omelets for breakfast and just having something for breakfast. And I've actually had more like like nutritious food and I've had a carb at every meal, which is something that I wouldn't do until like, I I don't know, it was just part, I was just an awful up and down eater. So I've been really consistent about just eating whole food and like having a balanced plate at every meal. And I ask myself, it's like something so simple, but I'm like, I just want to like, what would like the healthiest, like, what, like, is this food going to nourish me? Is this going to give me like the the nutrients I need for my body? And that's like what I eat. So I just try to be intentional with like what I'm eating. And so that's usually like a breakfast, it's usually small and light. So, and then for lunch has been um, just like something at home and we've been doing, um, we do like some of the sun basket meals. So we're usually like on and off with sun basket. Um, and so we're back on with that. So we've been doing some of those since I'm not like ordering out lunches um, and just kind of like eating, you know, um, just like simple things like I can cook again, I can throw something into the oven or the air fryer and like actually have salmon for lunch with vegetables and um, brown rice. Or I've been loving this Mediterranean salad that I've been making like literally every day, every other day with like quinoa and cucumbers and um, chickpeas. And so that's what I've been eating. And then at dinner, it's always as a family and we love to barbecue. And we've honestly been perfecting the best pizza. My husband is an incredible chef. And so that's what we've been doing. We've been eating really, really good food. And what's been crazy is I actually haven't been drinking uh, wine. And I've been drinking, not that I've not drank wine, I've probably drank like 70% less than I used to. And I thought it would be the opposite. I was like, I have more time. I'm more relaxed. I'm at home. I'm cooking. Cause usually when I cook, I have a glass of wine. Not at all. I actually realized that I'm a stress drinker versus like, a like, and I haven't had that level of like need for it. And so I've been making really fun, like kombucha, like a mocktail kind of thing, like when it's like five o'clock. And so we've been having um, some like healthy like juices. And when we do want a glass of wine, I have a glass of wine and I can have a glass of wine. And that's it. I don't need to have the second glass of wine. So it's been a lot of really cool learnings about what you actually crave and need and want when you don't have like all of this external fucking pressure, um, you know, and all that stress and your body is actually acting on stress and it is on its own needs. So I've been paying attention. I also got the Levels Sensor, um, which is like a glucose monitoring sensor thing. Again, all the shit from biohacking. I got to give a shout out to my friend Jenna Kutcher here because she's the one I listened to her episode on biohacking. And I swear to God, I've been like doing all the things that Jenna has been doing. So I'll link Jenna's show here for you. I am obsessed with her and she's the like greatest human in the entire world as well. So um, anyway, so I've been doing all those things. Um, Now let's get into, um, so that's what I've been up to and I'm feeling good and I'm also really energized about all the things CEO school right now. So I've been really, really, really focused on our community. I've been doing extra coaching calls, sessions. Like I've been in the community. I do office hours now weekly. Like, so if you guys haven't, I like thought about like joining our community. It's literally as low as $49 to come join. And it's on for entrepreneurs at every single level, right? So from starting to scaling, to exiting million dollar plus founders, and we've got cohorts for you and all of the things. And so I've just been immersed in our community and getting amazing speakers in the community, building out awesome workshops. I've been in the Hi Hello Lab studio. We've been recording podcasts. So I've been keeping myself not just busy, but really intentional with and listening to the community of what are the things that you guys need as entrepreneurs. So I'm so excited for all the things that are coming up and just being really intentional with beautiful, amazing programming and just bringing in all the right things for CEO school. Um, Join, it is literally the best time to do it. Um, and so that's what I have been working on in this chapter too. Um, question I got, so many questions is like, why not just stop working and like retire, like truly retire? And it's because I don't want to, like I am 35 years old. I have all the energy in the world and I don't want to waste it and I want to do it on my terms now, which is I'm not going to do it. I'm going to be intentional with like burnout and do it in a way that serves me and serves my family and serves the things that are important and prioritizing my needs first this time. So and but the experience that I've had in scaling at this level, I don't know many billion dollar founders and I'm not going to waste that. And I want to take that knowledge and I want to put it together and I want to build the next thing and I want to. I've built my empire and I want to help other women build theirs too. And not just women, like people of color and founders of color and underrepresented founders. And I want to bring all of this, all of this learning into an area that can really drive impact for the next generation of entrepreneurs who are also told no, who are also kicked out of the rooms, who are also laughed at, who also didn't have the resources, who don't have the dollars, who don't have the knowledge, who didn't go to CEO school. And so for me, I still like have this like, fire in my belly that honestly feels more alive than before. And so I can't stop. And so I want to be more intentional. And I think I'm going to go a lot faster with all the experience that I now have. But I think that this is just the beginning. And I think I I realized that I think I realized that last year when, you know, my why wasn't really burning me. And I I'm a builder. I'm not like I built I'm a I'm a founder. And so I built things and I built things. I built it all the way up to 100 million in revenue. And I wasn't excited about taking it from 100 to 200 million, right? Like, could I do it? Absolutely. But is that what it's going to get me out of bed at night? No, it wasn't. And so I think it's recalibrating and like bringing that fire back into what my passion is. And so I could retire 100%, absolutely. I'm not doing it for the financial aspect of it. I want to do it because I want to have a bigger legacy than what. I've done with stocks and i want to do it to like really leave a mark in this world and to change the statistics like i see the statistics and i actually fundamentally believe in my heart that i can change the world and it sounds crazy but i know i can do it and that's what i want to do i want to change the world and so that's what i'm up to um so what's your biggest goal now um and i would say that is my biggest goal it's to change the statistics it's to I would say that is my biggest goal now, is to change those statistics. It's to level the playing field for women in business, for underrepresented founders, and to create a world where diversity is truly not only um, embraced, but it is equitable, right? To create a world where it is equitable and that it doesn't matter where you come from, what the color of your skin is, what your background is, what school you went to, how much money you have in your bank account, but we have those equal opportunities to go create whatever it is that we want to create on our own terms. And the world is not set up that way. And I've seen it and I've seen it scale through every aspect of, the, of every business that I've built. And I do believe in um, a better world. And so that's my biggest goal is to actually change uh, those statistics and to have an impact on it. I'll close off on um, best advice um, questions. So best advice for new founders, scaling founders and ready to exit founders. So my best advice for new founders, a lot lot of um, questions on, I have a business, I wanna get started scenario, but I'm so scared. How do I go do this? Uh, You know, How are you getting this? How do you get things off the ground? So new founders, the best advice that I have for you is to just put one foot in front of the other. Okay, you don't need to boil the ocean. You just need to get going, right? And you have to really value consistency and progress over your over-perfection. And that is where I think we all get caught up is that we live in comparison culture. We're constantly looking at our phones. We're constantly comparing ourselves to the bigger people. The bigger There's always going to be something better out there, right? And the grass is always greener on the other side, but we, we forget to water our own grass. And so you've got to stay focused and stay in your lane and just put one foot in front of the other. So the first step is to actually take this step, right? If you are thinking about leaving your job and you are like, you know, currently employed and you want to have a company and you have an idea or you have a side hustle and you like haven't quit yet, really assess yourself. Maybe if you're wanting to, if you have a a full-time position and you're not in a financial place for you to leave, are you actually putting in the time to create that side hustle to where that can support you? Right? Are you actually putting in the work? And are you, are you waking up um, you know, before your work and putting in the time on the weekends and, and proving that proof of concept to go drive those sales for your side hustle? If you are at that side hustle mark and you have, you have uh, you know, business and dollars coming in, and, but you're just too afraid to leave your job, you've gotta check yourself. When is it ever going to be enough? Are you willing to stay in that side hustle lane forever and to be a slave to corporate America? Or is it time for you to take that leap Right. And for you to say, I'm actually going to do the thing. So give yourself a timeline if you're in that stage. Best advice that I have for scaling entrepreneurs, right? Once you're in it, you're a solopreneur, you're an entrepreneur and you're scaling to that next level, it's all about driving consistency. So what I see entrepreneurs do that are scaling is they're they're throwing spaghetti at the wall, they're trying all these different things, but they're really not paying attention to what is sticking. Your job at this point in your journey is to build out scalability, right? If you're doing everything and you're a solopreneur, that's that's not scaling, right? How can you actually create systems and efficiencies and, and build a team around you that can help you scale to the next level, right? Once you have a team in place, or even if you don't have a team in place, how are you scaling from a marketing standpoint? How are you scaling from a revenue standpoint? So. For this next level of entrepreneur it's all about consistency it's all about scaling it's all about process and that is where like the true fundamentals of ceo school really do exist on like the six pillars and scaling those six pillars how are you scaling product how are you scaling people how are you scaling process um and so my best advice is honestly focus on scale and then what is your best advice for ready to exit founders Sarah, you've done so many things you've exited um i have so many messages from entrepreneurs that are past that six-figure point and they've built a business, but they don't know how to exit it or what's next. I think when you think about the exit, it's important for founders and entrepreneurs to really think about the exit in mind on day one, right? And as you're building, what is that exit plan, right? I wish I would have thought about an exit plan sooner when I built and I wasn't stuck 10 years later trying to exit my business and I still haven't exited my business, right? And so it's so important for you to think about that exit from, from day one And when you are ready for exit, right, you are, or you've built it at scale, but you don't know what's next. I want you to build for exit, right? I want you to build for what does it look like if the company didn't have you, right? What systems and team and processes actually need to be in place for you to go exit the business. I want you to look at um, other companies in your space, right? And take a look at how are other companies in your space? Are they exiting? Are they always gonna be a lifestyle brand? Do they sell to other companies? What is the opportunity? Do you have uh, opportunity to bring on investors at this standpoint? Every business should have an exit strategy or a strategy to live beyond you. And so if you are stuck in the business and it's time for you to work on the business. And that's my advice for ready to exit or for that post six figures, post that million dollar mark business to say what's next beyond me and how can I implement systems and processes to ensure that um, the business can be acquired or exited or it could produce a profit and pay distributions even without me. And so those are the things, and those are the advice that I have for entrepreneurs at those stages. Um, and, you know, questions on scenario how do I get in front of you? How do I get coaching from you? How do I become part of your world and learn all of these things? I appreciate all of you that are always tuning in every week to CEO School. This is where we bring as much knowledge as we can, but can only go so far. And so I want to invite you always into our community. I'm gonna be talking about it a lot more. I wasn't able to fully, uh, it's not where all my time was um, when I was CEO of Stacks. And so now I'm able to fully freely bring all of you on board all the time and so we are not going to have these open and closed moments where you can come in and come out of i want ceo school to be accessible at every stage of entrepreneurship so come join right come join us today join us uh, we have um, literally a community of entrepreneurs just like you at every stage and we have a seven step proven method to get you beyond that seven figures. And you're going to come in and you're going to join a cohort and you're going to be surrounded by entrepreneurs just like you. And you're going to be given worksheets and modules and courses every month and experts that come in. And you can come in and take as little as you want and as much as you want every single month. Um, But it is the next level entrepreneurial community at every single stage. And I'm there to support you. And that's exactly how you get in front of me. I do open Q&A. Um, and we do hot seats, we do all the things and we all get together and it's a digital community and we're gonna get together in person as well this year because last year I didn't get to do the conference and this year, this September, stay tuned for the CEO School Conference. It will be in Orlando, Florida. I cannot wait to bring this back and to actually execute upon it and to bring all of you in the room with me live. And so I want you to be there. I'm gonna link the wait list onto the show notes so that you could be the first to know when it happens. And we're gonna give literally a 50% off uh, coupon for those people that have been following along on our podcast that are gonna be the first to get access to the live event as well. So come join, I'll put in everything for you guys in our show notes. I really appreciate you guys checking in on me and I hope this asked Me Anything was helpful into what's been happening um, in, the, in, my, you know, in the last three months. I'm gonna bring Sal on board to kind of talk about What's it like and what's next with us and what we're working on? And I'd love to do some juicy AMAs with you. you guys. Never ask me anything like anything juicy or fun besides like what I'm eating and what my morning routines are. So I'm going to post back up an AMA, but this time I want you to ask me some things that you just want to know about me. I'd love to share. Um, different things um, about me. I I forgot to mention, I got a dog. Like, let's end on Habibi is his name. He is a Irish cream retriever. Uh, Maybe we can show a picture of him on the screen. He is the most adorable pup ever. um, And he is the love of our life. We got him for Anna's fourth birthday. Um, It was just like, we've been promising the kids we're ready for a puppy. Um, I think we've been debating the baby number three for way too long. And I was like, let's just get a dog. And that's what happened. And uh, he's so cute. And it has, it's literally like having a newborn. So I've been getting all the puppy love. And that's what we've been up to as a family is just spending quality family time, traveling, Um, and creating new work routines. And so I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Screenshot it, send me your questions. I'll be in DMs. I'll be answering questions down below if you're watching this on YouTube. If you don't know, we have a YouTube channel and you can watch the episodes live as well. I love watching the videos live and putting our uh, podcast episodes live of other people I love following along and putting the playback speed up and so I love to do that. Uh, So come join across our channels and come join. If you're an entrepreneur, you don't need a fancy webinar. You don't need a wait list. You don't need the things. I'm tired of that cycle of what we used to run because I didn't have the time to do it. Just come join me inside of CO School. It's gonna be the best decision that you have made uh, for your business. And so I can't wait to see you inside and uh, I'll see you next week at CO School. Are you a female entrepreneur looking to take your business to the next level? Then you have to check out our CO School April Retreat happening in sunny LA on April 20th and 21st. This is a two and a half day retreat featuring the most amazing presentations, keynote speakers led by yours truly. And it's a way for us to get into the room intimately and work on your business and create a plan for success for a seven or eight figure business. You're going to be in the room with CEOs just like you at your level all looking to scale and build a community around you that's going to be game changer. You've watched our retreats online for a few years, you've been wanting to get into the room, and now we are opening up applications for this retreat. It is application only. It is linked in the show notes. I want to invite you to be in the room. Half of the battle is getting in the room. I guarantee you that over the course of that week we are going to change your business. Come spend 2 days with us in LA. I will be working on your business. Imagine having my brain directly on your business, unblocking all your business blockers and creating that path for you, for a seven and eight figure business. You're going to leave with actionable insights. You're going to leave with streamlined operations. You're going to learn how to build your high performing team and honestly getting yourself out of the day to day as a CEO. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to invest in yourself, invest in your business and pull yourself out of the day to day grind to celebrate you and to, to be around women just like you and to learn from incredible mentors. Come join us at the CEO School Retreat in April in LA on April 20th at the theceoschool.co. Link is in show notes. Come apply now. Hey, everyone. It's Sanira here. CEO School is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. We're part of a family of shows designed to help professionals listen, learn, and grow by providing access to the world's leading B2B podcasts, like Billion Dollar Moves, hosted by Sarah Chen Spellings. Join venture capitalist and strategist Sarah Chen Spellings as she asks the hard questions and learns through the triumphs, failures, and hard lessons of the creme de la creme so you too can make billion-dollar moves in venture, in business, and life. I recently enjoyed listening to Sarah share a discussion on the ethics of AI, finding inspiration and executing that founder's vision while finding purpose along the way, even post-exit with the global pioneer of emotional AI, Rana L. Kalubi. Listen to Billion Dollar Moves wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for tuning into today's show. If you loved it, leave us a review. We are so proud to bring you authentic conversations, game changer expert guests, and valuable content on and offline. The best compliment you can give us is by screenshotting today's show and tagging us on Instagram at CEO school and at Sanira Madani. We are obsessed with swag. So don't be surprised if we want to send you some. Thanks for tuning into class today. And remember, nothing bad happens when women make more money.